This is the Territory Story Podcast News Bites. Thanks to Opie Dennis Digital Marketing, your local digital marketing agency. Hello there. Thanks for listening. This is the Territory Story Podcast News Bites. My name is Peter Gowers. We'll head straight to the NT Independent Online newspaper now and find out what's making news in the NT right now. Speak to Chris Walsh, the editor. Walshy, how are you, mate? Hey, I'm good, Pete. Good to be with you. You too, my friend. And uh, it's it seems that our old mate is uh, popped his head up again and playing the role of the puppet master, uh, pulling some old uh, chief minister stunts of banning people. Chris, what is going on with Sweary Mick today? Yeah, look, I kind of was woken up to this uh, story going on after we ran a story yesterday about Gunner um, giving a speech at the Resources Week. Now, apparently the story that I ran has upset him and uh, his team, quote-unquote team. Uh, (laughs) And we went to FFI and we said, you know, is Mr. Forrest aware that Michael Gunner's under investigation by the ICAC for stealing taxpayer money, allegedly? Um, and, you know, did he do any background checks on Gunner or any of Gunner's mates who were hired by FFI? Anyway, they didn't respond. We ran the story, just kind of talking about how he's going to give this speech and, and kind of some of the background there. Anyway, I find out today now that uh, as he was going to do that speech, uh, they, they, they came in and told the media, all media, you cannot attend this. There's a media blackout. Mr. Gunner has requested this and his team. So get out on the street and you can come back in after it's done, after his speech is done and wow. listen to the dozens of others who are going to be there today. So everyone now is, is rightly pissed off. Um, All they know of a what sudden it, there's outrage. Yeah, they know what it feels like now, Pete. And I, I was yeah. just on with Matt Brown on the Country Hour on ABC talking about this. He had read a text and he said, um, he said, yeah, I just got a text in here and it says, now you know how the NT Independent feels. Wow. And he said, you know, funny you mentioned the NT Independent. We got the editor here now. And so I had a little chat with Matt about that. But yeah, look, yeah, all the media feeling now what we've what we've had to endure for over three years. So yeah. but, but you, the fact, yeah. And you know, when you piss off the country hour, you've, yeah. you've really gone hard. <laughs> and yeah, and he's done that. And all their listeners who, yeah, were not happy. and. Yeah, you just get the sense that Gunner screwed this up, right? So apparently FFI now is told ABC, oh, this was a miscommunication. Oh, <laughs> what's, what this is this, um, what's this policy? The deny, discredit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, except no responsibility, blame others. <laughs> um, yeah, so so nobody's buying that. I mean, Gunner clearly uh, told the organizers last night after our story came out that Look, I, I think, and he told them the media shouldn't be allowed in, and they carried out his orders. But I, I, I think it is because he then thought I was going to show up. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and he and he had no way of legally banning me. Um, but anyway, I wasn't there. But now, so he just decided to take the preemptive measure and kick all media out. And um, wow. like I said to Matt Brown on Country Hour, so, you know, it's not surprising in the end. This is how this guy conducts business. Yeah. But now he seems to be in conflict with his company, right? Because FFI. You know, they, they want to do a lot of business here in the Northern Territory, and they have these ambitions here, and it's not a good look for the company. <laughs> you, you need Ooh. positive press coverage? Yeah, yeah, and it's not a good look for the company to be kind of conducting their business behind closed doors like this, where yeah. they're kind of outlining their vision of what they want to do in the NT, but now the public doesn't know even what that is. We're outlining our vision and telling no one about it. <laughs> yeah, so that was... Wow. Um, 
That's anyway, we'll see. We'll see what they come back with because we've sent questions to everybody again. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, we'll see what they say. We'll talk about that more on the weekend. You know, they're, they're set to do big things in the territory, FFR, by all accounts. Yeah, and uh, you would think that they want that opportunity to explain that. Look, we also sent them questions asking about uh, middle arm and, yeah. and if they have any interest in that. We understand that they do. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what, what comes out. And that's what we've asked the company, and I expect them to come back with something. And I'm sure ABC will have an update on it, too, and we'll find out what's what's going on. Yep, sounds good. All right, turning to other news, uh, Colleen Gwynn is uh, heading off into the sunset after a uh, deal was struck with the government. Yeah, yes, another secret payout here. Um, Now, we don't know the terms of that one either. Of course, the the most recent one before that was Jamie Chalker was given money to quote-unquote retire. She's been given money and uh, wished all the best in her pursuits interstate. Uh, I think Mm -hmm. that was how Madison put it. Uh, still, we don't even understand why Madison was acting attorney general. No, no word on where Chancey Pake is and why he didn't come out on that. But yeah, look, after this uh, that botched investigation and then the the, the, the trial that, that lasted all of a day or something before it was thrown out, you know, and those questions around what the hell actually happened and the comparisons between the investigation into Colleen Gwynn for abuse of office for hiring her friend for a job. Uh, but the comparison there to uh, the, the Rolf matter, of course, and getting back into that, and we'll have mm-hmm. more on that too, uh, Pete, on the weekend, working on some stuff there. But yeah, there, there's this sense that, and we've talked about it a lot, that the that the anti-police are, uh, in these instances appear to have gone off uh, on their own and just kind of pursued this without having evidence. <laughs> and yeah. uh and uh, this was, and then the DPP though. I mean, they they've got questions to answer here too. I mean, they pursued it to the point of it getting to trial before admitting that. Well, we don't have enough evidence. Yeah, it, you That's know, it's problem. just crazy. Um, yeah, and then and the public has no confidence in our justice system anymore. Uh, yeah, so so here, and this is how this ends, I guess, is that she's given the money and, and um, told to stay out of the Northern Territory, and we wish her all the best. What is it up again? Yeah, it was Madison's line. We wish her all the best. Um, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, they so refer to that as a golden handshake. I'm not sure if they do anymore, but uh, yeah, look, and you know, her lawyer put in a letter to the chief minister saying that she suffered reputational harm over this. One of the yeah. things that came out, of course, was the racial slurs she was using to describe the yeah. act, now acting commissioner. Uh, that caused her that uh, medal being named after her for oh, yeah, yeah. best and fairest AFLNT. Yeah, and and uh, yeah. So when that came out that she was doing that, of course they had bugged her office, they had bugged her phone, they had uh, accessed her bank accounts, and um, you know she had a lot of enemies in police when she left there. Uh, yeah. So this does look like some sort of vindictive thing here to get back at her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just, it cost us hundreds of thousands of dollars, took it to a trial that they then had to abort. And now she's going to be paid, you know, untold amounts of money here. And she mm-hmm. has been now. So yeah, yeah, not a good look. And we're still no closer to understanding like how any of this stuff happens. Right. I mean, it just goes back to those renewed calls for an investigation or an inquiry into what exactly happened in that and the Rolf matter. Yeah, um, yeah. but, but it's fallen on deaf ears with the government. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And speaking of botching things, uh, the NT government were out celebrating some uh, new home builds in Gallowinku this week, but uh, credited the wrong MLA <laughs> and the wrong electorate with uh, being responsible for getting behind it. Yeah, 
Yeah, look, David Wood had that story up today. Uh, we were just talking about that, and I was saying, you know, this government just seems completely off the rails now. The, the, <laughs> the amount of errors they're making, it's almost on a daily basis now. Yeah. <laughs> just completely disorganized and unprofessional. Uh, so what they've done now in this, they've released a statement on Sunday morning saying, uh, these new homes are being built in Gallowinku. They quoted uh, Manuel Brown. <laughs> I, I think they spelled it with an E. Uh, Manuel, Manuel. Remember, he changed his name after the unfortunate yeah, yeah. incident there yeah, yeah. years ago. So this guy's already got a, a spotty track record. Now he's on there saying um, that, oh, yeah, well, these homes would continue to be built in my electorate. And I did this for my people. Well, it turns out it's not in his electorate. It's actually Yingi Agulila's electorate of Malka. The, yeah. the Galawinko's in now. Woody had sent questions, of course, to the government saying, did you guys even know this? <laughs> or, And if you did know it, did you intentionally try and deceive people and give credit to this guy Brown and not yeah. mention Guyula? Uh, or have, no you, reason have you redistributed on. the electorate without telling us about it? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and that's a whole other issue from last week <laughs> and, uh, on Friday, and we didn't get to talk about that, how they stuffed yeah. that up, the Electoral Commission. So, um, yeah, look, the, the other part of this, too, is these comments that Brown made um, on Facebook. So in this press release, he's saying, oh, yeah, we're doing great things for my people out here, and we're, we're doing these homes. But really, we could see last week he had put up comments uh, on Facebook in which he said, look at the stats. Nothing is working. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, fair enough, man. I mean, he's right. He said health, chronic disease, housing, homelessness, overcrowding, incarceration rates, et cetera, et cetera. All the record levels for Aboriginal people, something needs to change. We need to be advising the federal government on what's best for us, not get told and dictated on what's best for us. He then told people to vote yes for the Indigenous Voice Department so that, quote, we can have a seat at the table. I think what he was saying, well, mate, you've already got a seat at the table. You're in NT Parliament here. (laughs) What the hell are you doing? Um, And and instead of taking credit for homes that you've had nothing to do with and aren't even in your electorate, yeah. Uh, so, look, this is, like I said, it's just completely unprofessional and, and more mistakes by this government that that's floundering at this point, right? I mean, we got less than a year to the election. They can't even get facts, right? Or, look, maybe they did and, and they're just trying to deceive us all, mm-hmm. which is probably more likely. It, given, seemed like uh, a, it seems like an epic miss, that one, Chris, to get that one wrong. But the thing is, right, when you go and uh, change your name to uh, the the name of someone who every time I hear it reminds me of the idiot waiter from Faulty Towers. I just, I just, I can't expect anything more than that sort of behavior. Yeah, well, this is it, man. Like, this guy shouldn't have even been elected. I mean, he lied to the public, right? We, we went and exposed all that when he, he killed this woman in a, in a car crash. And then he said he had rendered first aid. Well, we found out that wasn't true. We mm-hmm. found out that he had most likely deceived the party, although they covered for him to get him elected. And then, weirdly enough, remember, Files' parents were the ones who, who paid the oh, most yeah, money yeah. in, yeah. in that donors. election. Yeah. <laughs> so strange. Yeah. So, you know, the but... big supporters of that electorate, though, Chris. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you get the sense that, you know, and then these lines that get attributed to him, that they don't even run it by him. Right. Like they just yeah. make up these lines and now he'll go along with it. So why is he even there? He's just representing Natasha Files's interests. He's not representing his constituents' interests. Are you claiming this is a so, puppet um, regime, Chris? 
<laughs> Absolutely, it's uh, <laughs> oh, it's just a sick little show at this point. And um, look, we got eleven more months of this. I expect it to get worse. I think the pressure's building on them. We have more come out too, and we'll talk about it on the weekend. And this bizarro Washington trip. Oh <laughs> yeah, some public servants involved. They're thanking Katie Wolf for for <laughs> telling everybody the trip's cool. <laughs> it's absolutely bizarre. Like I, yeah. I wrote that piece called Burn After Reading um, inside <laughs> I the, love the screwball comedy thing because it, it does seem like something out of Burn After Reading where Files is the newest mover and shaker in the Beltway with nobody to meet with. And, uh, you know, and then they yeah, somehow find her a way to justify the trip, she thinks. Yeah. But anyway, there's still more on that. So they just they just are screwing up every day. Every day they're making mistakes and being unprofessional. So. I was going to say though, uh, one saving grace that you did say that at you know at the start of this that they're making mistakes left, right, and center. But if you want to book a ticket overseas, they know how to do it. So, <laughs> yeah, well, and that's the other thing too. And I got to correct that. I was thinking about that. That uh, flight center management is the executive booking arm of that, right? So when we talked about those prices to get over to Washington and back. Mm. they'd actually be a lot cheaper for them because they have this corporate booking and they do so much travel for the government public servants that they would have got a better rate. So there's still questions on that 93,000. We're now told too, that there's uh, some public servants who went over as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'll cost more. So we'll see. Oh, FOI's FOI's ready to go. I'll be filing that today. Brilliant. And we'll talk more on the weekend about that. We'll also talk more on the weekend about the opposition leader who is suddenly Eddie everywhere. And uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll highlight a few flaws in the in their strategy for you, Chris. I'm sure you'll have some. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that because she may be everywhere on social media, but she is nowhere to be found in real life. So. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. That's flaw number one. Chris, <laughs> I'll catch you next week. All right. Thanks, Pete. We'll see you then. That was Chris Wiles from the NT Independent Online Newspaper. Weekends with Walshie back on the weekend. That'll uh, hit the airwaves around 7 a.m. Saturday morning. And we'll catch you again next week for the Territory Story podcast, News Bites. That was the Territory Story News Bites for this week. Thanks to Opie Dennis Digital Marketing, your local digital marketing agency.